Well, apparently, if someone put a placard above a locker in a locker room and had the inscription, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, that would be okay, maybe, with Colorado School of Mines, but the rest of the verse says, as working for the Lord, not for human masters, that's when it becomes problematic. And today here on The Bottom Line Show, Tyson Langhofer, uh, Senior Counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom, joining me in this segment here to talk about what's happening at the Colorado School of Mines, because it wasn't just a question of Michael Lucas being told you can't put the placards up. The school went one better, and I want you to talk about why they went all in on this. Well, if we can't let him have it, then nobody... Now there are no placards up? Is that what I understand? Correct. So the way, the way it uh, went down, essentially, is that um, after our client requested the, the plaque, they went ahead and put up a placard with Micah 5.9, just the verse, your hand will be lifted up in triumph over your enemies and all your foes will be destroyed. They didn't put the reference on that. And there was uh, a, at least 50 other plaques up at the time, that, that at the time we filed a lawsuit that, for people that had already sponsored these. And after we filed the lawsuit, we also filed a motion for a preliminary injunction, basically asking the court to order the school to put up the plaque as our client had requested it mm-hmm. with the two Bible references. And it essentially, in response, they filed a response to the court saying, oh, uh, by the way, the injunction is not necessary any longer because we have ripped out all the plaques. We are stopping that um, uh, fundraising program, and we're starting an entirely new fundraising program in which nobody will be able to put any messages, uh, any personalized messages at all. They will only contain their name and the day they graduated and so forth. Is anybody else complaining about this? Uh, you know, I, I have received a number of complaints from a, a, a number of alumni and others, uh, you know, really ob- uh, objecting to the school's uh, treatment of Mr. Lucas. I, I don't have any personal um, knowledge of how many of the, uh, the individuals that made the donation, you know, had chosen to participate in the new program, because basically what the school said was, if you want to participate in this new program, we will go ahead and, and transfer these funds over to the new program, and you can use a plaque. Um, for this new program. So that's, you know, I don't know how many have chosen to do that. Tyson Langhofer with me today here on The Bottom Line. Senior counsel with the Alliance Defending Freedom. We're talking about the case Lucas versus Johnson that involves Michael Lucas, who is an alumnus of the Colorado School of the Mines, actually played nose tackle on the football team. I have to admit, Tyson, when the first came across this story, I was a little surprised. I didn't realize Colorado School of Mines had a football team. Um, is it a big football? T- I mean, did, did they what, division three? I mean, is it a huge program? You know, I'm not sure. I, I, I actually am not sure what uh, what division it plays in. Uh, but you know, Colorado School of Mines is a. I mean, it's a very well respected university. It's it's a fairly uh, sizable university and and has a uh, you know full athletics programs. So, uh, but, I, but I'm not sure what division it plays in. Well, so they but they've got bills to pay just like anybody else, and this is an opportunity for people. It's a public school, right? So they can make donations to absolutely. They, yep. they can make donations to like a a 501c3 like booster type of thing as far as the get where the naming thing came in? Correct. There was a foundation. They had a foundation. That's where you made the donation. That's yeah. right. Unbelievable. It's mind-boggling to think that they would go so rogue in the other direction because of one 
former athlete wanting to include two scripture references. Now they're punishing. How many lockers are in the locker room? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of people have given money for those other placards, isn't it? There is. There was, I think there was about a 90 lockers in there, and, and I don't know that all of them had been filled at the time that we filed the lawsuit. I think there, there was at least 55 that had already been put up. Um, so, yeah, they were punishing everybody. I mean, there were, you know, and, and, the, and that's, that's the sad thing, I think, is that, you know, yes, there are a lot of people that go there that don't have, uh, that, that may not have a profess any religion, but there are also undoubtedly people that do profess a religion. And so to have a religious message, which would, which may speak to them in a very specific way, uh, we can't allow this multitude of voices. I mean, a, a college is supposed to be, and has historically been a marketplace of ideas. It's, yeah. it's a place where students come to express their speech. And the fact that they would squelch alumnus who are religious and, and not allow them to express their viewpoint when uh, undoubtedly the, the all of the remaining ones were non-religious. It, it, it just it seems um, very uh, counterintuitive and 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 different than what the the purpose of the school should be. Tyson Langhofer with me today here on the bottom line is senior counsel with Alliance Defending Freedom. We have a link up to this story at thebottomlineshow.com. The case of Lucas versus Johnson. Um, it seems to me that. Somebody was asleep at the switch on this one on the school's part, because you would mentioned earlier, Tyson, there were no guidelines. I mean, it wasn't like he was violating a guideline that said you can't put anything religious on there. Uh, Mr. Lucas just put these two verses on, and then all of a sudden you could see the red flags go up saying, uh-oh, this guy's religious. We don't want to get sued. I mean, that's kind of what it seems like. Now they're trying to backtrack and, and, and cover their bases a little bit. What kind of action are you taking on behalf of Mr. Lucas and anybody else who might line up and say, hey, I was going to get one of those things and put John 316 on it. Now they're telling me I can't do it. What, what's the course of legal action for you guys? So we, we follow an, uh, uh, the action on behalf of Mr. Lucas, and we requested that the court enter this order. The, the problem became, and the reason that the, the, the school took the action they did, is because basically what they did was they shut that forum down to, public, to, to, to any uh, private speech. A locker room isn't, by definition, one of the traditional public forums that somebody would come and express a message in. However, what the school did when they said, hey, come express your message here, they opened it up to private speakers. And when they did that, they have to allow all viewpoints, and they can't discriminate based on viewpoints. So when they shut the forum down, they basically said, we don't want any viewpoints because we, we just realized that if, uh, we don't want a religious viewpoint in here. And so in order to stop this religious viewpoint, they shut off all viewpoints in the locker room. And so basically what they've done is they've shut off that area and said that nobody will express any message because uh, we, aren't, we aren't allowed to censor the religious viewpoint. And Tyson, you, do, you filed a lawsuit on behalf of Mr. Lucas. Now they've ended the program. What does that do with the lawsuit? Uh, it, it effectively rendered the lawsuit uh, moot, and we, we dismissed the lawsuit because the, uh, we were able to force the, the, you know, the school, we, we forced its hand. They, they either had to allow the religious speech or they had to close the forum down, mm-hmm. and unfortunately they chose the latter, and they closed the forum down. And by doing so, they essentially uh, rendered that moot because if there is no public forum, then there is no uh, forum for private speech. So this wasn't necessarily necessarily a surprise for you, just a disappointment that they didn't let Mr. Lucas go ahead and put his, uh, his placards up. 
Well, it, it was a surprise to me that they took the action they did because, again, it it seemed it seemed utterly uh, ludicrous to me that instead of allowing one religious voice out of the ninety in there, that they would choose to shut off all voices of, of these alumni alumni who who really wanted to give a message to the football players and to support their school. And instead of allowing one religious viewpoint, they decided to shut it all down. And so that was a surprise to me. I didn't I didn't expect that action. Any follow up? Will there be any necessary, or what's the next step for you guys? No, no there will be no more follow-up on this case. I mean, it, it is officially basically closed since we dismissed the lawsuit. Um, you know, we, we did accomplish what we wanted, which is it, uh, telling the university that if you're going to open up a forum for speech, you cannot discriminate against religious speakers. You cannot discriminate um, by viewpoint. And uh, they got that message loud and clear. And, you know, I think that they're also getting a message from the public uh, that are expressing, you know, surprise and and. Uh, really outrage at, at the action that they took against Mr. Lucas. Very, very interesting case, and I'm glad you guys were uh, representing Mr. Lucas in this case. Tyson Langhofer from the uh, Senior Counsel from Alliance Defending Freedom. We've got a full summary of the case up at thebottomlineshow.com. Tyson, thanks so much for your time and the great work that you do with ADF, and thanks for being with me today here on The Bottom Line.